Marvel's Midnight Suns delayed to 2022. Netflix's gaming service out now. Take Two preparing for major releases. And Honor of Kings World soon to be a AAA action title. All on this episode of the Bleep Bloop Podcast. What is up, everybody? It is your guy, Retro Lag, and welcome to the Bleep Blue Podcast. This is the headlines, this time for the week of November, going from last week, which was, what? when did we do the last episode? I think it was the end of September, um, all the way through uh, to this week, or not September, excuse me. I think the last episode we did was either on the 1st, of the month or the 31st of October in any case it's Sunday the 7th there was a bunch of headlines that popped up this week but we're going to look at four very specific headlines real quick I just want to say if this is your first time coming to the podcast thank you for coming through make sure you like and subscribe share it with your friends you can listen to it on pretty much any podcasting hosting service you can find uh the top ones of course being spotify apple and google Podcasts. okay but there's also stitcher anchor fm you pretty much just type in bleep blue podcast and it's gonna pop up and if not let me know and we'll put it there okay in any case let's get right into the first story so marvel's midnight suns now if i remember correctly i saw this headline uh this trailer pop up at gamescom um recently this year and it looks like a very good game now this story is from rebecca valentine from ign and what she goes on to say is that as part of its second quarter earnings announcement today take two interactive announced that Firaxis upcoming marvel strategy game marvel's midnight suns is being delayed into the second half of the year now marvel midnight suns official twitter account actually released this was actually jake solomon creative director and garth deangelis senior franchise producer uh basically sent out a a press release and it says hey everyone on behalf of firaxis games thank you for sharing just how excited you are for marvel's midnight suns we've been thrilled to see your reaction to everything from our announcement of the game to the reveal of our card-based tactical combat marvel's midnight suns is a true dream project for the team and we can't express what an honor it is to create something new in the marvel universe we decided to share that we've made the very tough decision to move our launch window to the second half of 2022 we know many fans were looking forward to playing the game originally next spring and this decision did not come lightly we decided to push our launch because we need more time to make this the best game possible We believe in our creative vision for Marvel's Midnight Suns and want to do justice in delivering an unforgettable adventure set in the supernatural side of Marvel. These extra months will be used to add more story, cinematics, and overall polish and will be essential in helping us make our vision a reality. Thank you for understanding. You are the best fans in the world. Jake Solomon, creative director, Garth DeAngelis, senior franchise producer. And again, that was on the Marvel's Midnight Suns um, official Twitter page. Now, 
I think this was the best move that they could make. And I would go a step further and I would say, I don't think they need to do another one if they have to delay it again. I think they should just let this speak for itself and just focus on the game because we saw what happened with Cyberpunk. They officially re released a couple announcements and then by the third one, they were like, no, we have to release it. And we all know the rest of the story from that point. And they're still trying to recover from that mistake. So I think that this is the best decision that they could make. The reality of it is, is there's so many games that come out constantly. And when you try to rush developers and publishers just because of fan desire, it's always left with the expectation of that studio doing better. Or the, the question is, is why didn't you wait? Why didn't you do better? So in my opinion, this isn't a bad move. I mean, um, the, the Take-Two CEO, Strauss Zelnick, and forgive me if I said the name wrong, added a bit more detail about why Take-Two, 2K, and Firaxis opted for the delay. This was in a conversation with IGN. Uh, quote, we think it needs more development time to be everything it can be, unquote. He said, what we're known for doing is supplying the time and the resources so that the creative talent that's taken a big chance by coming to work at our company always has not only the ability to pursue their passions, but every possible asset in service of allowing them to pursue their passions. And that's what generates the highest quality titles in the business for which we're known. And he goes on to say some more, but let's be real. The reality of it is, is they understand the backlash and the downfall that can come from rushing a game. I mean, look what Dying Light did. Dying Light, or excuse me, Dying Light 2. They did it well. They were going to release the game. They released an announcement saying, hey, we had to delay it. But what they did do is they provided adequate updates and real-time gameplay for conventions that did come along i.e gamescom they showed extensive amounts of gameplay and i think that's the best move that you can make because as a consumer i don't want to buy something that excuse my language is half-assed i want something that's legit you know so don't sell me something that's incomplete or rushed because all that's going to make me do is criticize the game it's going to lessen my experience and it's going to make me not want to pursue any other games that you have uh, from your studio so i think this is the best move that they can make i mean the reality of it is is there's tons of games that are already coming out and there's still games that um that were supposed to come out this year that are coming out next year so them pushing it back a little bit giving themselves more time is actually in their favor so stay tuned to this story check out ign if you want to know more marvel's midnight suns it looks really good again it's similar to uh, xcom you have customizable protagonists fighting alongside superpower heroes like iron man captain marvel uh, um, and wolverine against large numbers of enemies it will include destructible environments but no permadeath like in the xcom series if you want to read more of this article again go to marvel's midnight suns delayed second half 2022 on ign okay <clears throat> next story now earlier this week apparently which i still haven't seen the update yet netflix's gaming service is apparently now available in the u.s but from my understanding you still need an android or a tablet to play it now netflix this story is from taylor lyles this was on ign as well 
Netflix announced today that it has expanded its gaming service to over 190 countries, including the United States and Canada. However, the gaming feature still requires subscribers to own either an Android smartphone or a tablet to play. Now, officially, it came out uh, November 3rd, and from everything that I read, it was a gradual rollout, meaning not every subscriber had access to this feature right away. I checked my phone like three or four times and it wasn't on there. So, um, and as of yesterday, it still wasn't on there. Also, from what I'm understanding is that while you'll be able to play games, you won't be able to use a wireless controller or a mobile controller like the Razer Kishi um, because most of the games um, are, require touch control when playing them in the app. Um, some of the games are Stranger Things 3. Um, and I believe I saw somewhere else where the games were. Um, I'll have to get back to you on it. But I know that they're, they're probably going to be expanding their stable to more games as the service improves. But really, the key thing is, is where is the service? Because at the time of recording this podcast and looking on my phone, I do not see the mobile games option in my Netflix app. I see movies. I see shows. Um, yeah, coming soon. Just a bunch of titles. So, really don't know what to expect, so I can't really talk on it just yet, but I am keeping my ear to the street on this one because I do got a Netflix account, and it'll be kind of cool just to see what they have to offer, and really to see where the service goes. Because if you remember Netflix when it came out, it was DVDs, and look where we are now. So, stay tuned. If you do have some experience with this, let me know what you think. Uh, You can drop me a line in the comments. Or, you know, hit me up on uh, Twitter or any one of my socials. Moving right along. We have another story from IGN. Man, it looks like all the stories are from IGN this week. Take-Two is preparing for a major surge in big game releases. Now, while it doesn't go on to specifically say the titles, what I did find interesting is the number of employees that were hired now as you go down in the article there is a paragraph and it goes a look at take two's investor slide presentation shows how they're preparing for this cascade on a slide showing new hire numbers by fiscal year take two shows that from 2012 to 2017 it was only hiring a few hundred people per year But in 2017, it jumped to hiring around 700 people. And in 2019 and 2022, it hired a similar amount. So that's 1,400 people within the last four years. Today's earnings report included in the detail that Take-Two brought in 350 new developers in this quarter alone, not including more senior hires, And they go on to say that they have somewhere around 7,200 employees strong. As of a 2020 annual report, the company was at about 5,800. And that's a 1,400 person jump since March of last year. And that was during a pandemic. Now, 
Uh, they also go on to talk about how GTA 5 has been selling lots and lots of, um, of copies of the game along with Red Dead Redemption and NBA 2K22. And really what it just goes on to really tell you is we just talked about Midnight Suns. Tiny Tina's Wonder World, Wonderlands is coming out. There's rumors of the GTA 6 game and the GTA Trilogy. GTA Trilogy Definitive Edition is coming out as well. And if I'm not mistaken, I, I think I saw somewhere that there's an article about Red Dead Redemption getting a remaster. So if you look at the announcement time frame of GTA Trilogy to release, it's only been a few months. So if we're already seeing rumors of a Red Dead remaster, the original, then I would guess that within the next three to four months, maybe five at the most, let's just say six, Red Dead Redemption 2 Remaster is going to come out, which really sets up, you know, second, third quarter of 2022. So by fourth quarter of next year, maybe there's an official announcement for GTA 6 coming in 2023, if not 2024. So just hiring all those people, I would venture to say that there are going to be a lot of titles. Maybe we'll do a breakdown of the titles that um, take two and all of their studios really have a lot of the IPs that are at the, probably that life cycle where we should expect to see some new um, some new titles and uh, only time will tell the last story so this one right here is one that I wasn't really expecting to talk about but I figured I'd touch on it because if it's popular somewhere else there's a good possibility that it's going to be popular here so honor of kings world is a game that apparently is a very popular chinese moba that is going to soon be a triple a title now tencent and teamy studio group have announced honor of kings world an open world game that features vibrant colorful graphics and cool monster fights is going to be coming as a triple a title Apparently, it averages about 100 million daily users, and it's one of the biggest games in the world, but it's largely unheard of in the West. But the Teamy Studio Group plans to bring Honor of Kings to the rest of the world. But this is, but this time it's reimagined as a AAA action RPG. So I find it interesting that you had Tales of Arise, which really made a splash you got um star ocean the divine force and then you got this game being announced so are we just seeing a huge resurgence of jrpgs and rpgs just games and ips that are very successful overseas and um tencent and the asian studios are really trying to make a play on expanding their portfolio into the western world I think it's great. I think the more games you get to experience, the better, especially from studios that present quality products. I mean, you know, it's we're always talking about, you know, why isn't there anything new? What right? Why isn't there anything new? Well, when we do get something new, we should be embraced it with open arms because, you know, it allows us to experience things that are very popular somewhere else um, that other people are enjoying. So, you know, you got to really take advantage of that. So that's why I wanted to share this story. Um, 
The game may be in development at Timmy's new Montreal studio, which recently announced that it's working on a AAA open world service-focused video game for players to explore across multi-platforms. The other question is, when are we going to see this being released? This is just kind of a rumor right now. Seems like it's relatively... Um, it seems like it's a very real possibility just from everything that I'm seeing and uh, Kotaku reporting that it was in development from a Montreal studio. So there is some fact and validity to this story and we'll just have to wait and see what comes out, okay? So everybody, that's the headlines for this week. You know, short and sweet to the point. I don't want to oversaturate your ears. Let me know what you think about some of the news that I've talked about today. Drop a like, drop a subscribe, leave some comments, leave a review, and stay tuned to the podcast, okay? And until next time, I will catch you on the next episode. Peace!